Welcome back to the Thoughts of Faith podcast. I'm your host, and today I'm super admiring this lady right here that I have sitting right in front of me. We've had just amazing talks. We spoke about two weeks ago, um, and we just really hit it off in our connection for the Lord, for business, for empowering women. And so today I have Judy Weber who's going to be sharing some nuggets of wisdom, throwing around some amazing knowledge for entrepreneurs, especially women that she has a heart for. Um, Like myself, we are coaches, we are encouragers, and she actually has a um, business coaching business that scaling and strategy are kind of her A1. She has repeated six-figure launches and achieves 80% conversion rates on sales consults. So I think we should listen up here. Um, (laughs) She has the Joyful Scaling podcast that we're actually doing a podcast swap, so I will be on that next for you guys that are listening to this one. Hop over to hers next um, to listen to us there. We'll be talking about different things, so you'll have uh, new information and great insight here for the next 25 minutes that we're on. So, Judy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being my guest today. Um, we are titling this episode, Pursue Impossible. And that just links directly to you, Judy, and our conversation last time of what you spoke about. So what does pursuing the impossible mean to you? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Faith Ann, for having me on this amazing show. I am a recent listener, but now I look forward to every show. So thank you. Thank you. So Pursuing the Impossible is actually the name of the book that I'm writing. It's going to be released either later this year or the first of 2025. So God is so good on that. And and yeah. how that came to me is, you know, I'm almost 60 years old. So you get to the place in your life when, you know, I've been pouring out to women. I've always been a women's advocate. And then I look back at what I've achieved in my life by God's grace. And that is when I saw that, oh my goodness, I've been pursuing the impossible without even knowing it, right? Like I come from nothing, very poor. Dad was a factory worker, worked two and three jobs. Mom Mm -hmm. stayed home. I'm one of six kids. And so there was no air conditioning in the car, no air conditioning in the house, one bathroom from all eight of us. And, you know, so anyway, humble beginnings. So people like me didn't go to college, Mm -hmm. but yet I did. And I knew as a little girl, I was, and and mom's like, I don't know how we're going to pay for it. I said, that's fine. I'm not even worried about that. And um, then I always wanted to go to law school, but I had five years between graduating college and law school because I didn't think, again, that poor folk like me could go to law school and then succeed as a trial lawyer, which is what I always wanted to do. But, you know, God just opened the way. So, again, there's many other impossibles, just like being a serial entrepreneur since, you know, 2003 and being successful at it. So pursuing the impossible. I know that we need to take God at his word. Yes. And believe, believe him, not just believe in him. So that's kind of a synopsis of what pursuing the impossible means to me. Where did this confidence come from? I'm curious to pursue the impossible with the humble beginnings that you're from, because even it sounds like as a little girl, whenever you were in this uh, state where the, the surroundings didn't reflect where your your confidence was or faith was that you were going how how did that come up and stir within you that is such a great question nobody's ever asked me that so i will say a couple things first 
I, I think God built me with that. Like as a little girl, I was like three or four when mom told me about Jesus. And I remember all my life feeling like he was right here with me. Like I felt specially called by him. Like, and I can't describe it. And I've met other people who have yeah. said the same thing. Like I always felt he was with me. Interestingly, though I was brought up in the faith and went to church, I didn't really come to know him as Lord and savior and surrender all to him. And I'm still working on the surrendering all um, until late thirties, early forties. That's okay. when I really like realized that these old Testament stories that I've heard all my life, they actually are relevant today, thousands of years later. Um, so, so the confidence, I just always felt like I was called even shortly after I learned about Jesus, I remember saying to mom, Hey mommy, um, God told me I'm going to do something important. And she goes, okay, Judy, you know how mom like pat your little head. Okay, honey. You know, and, you know, cause my mom, I always say she lived an underlived life mm. as she um, believed, but yet there was a lot of negativity, but I don't want to stray too far. She was raped by a mm -hmm. family member at 10 and that just totally was yeah. the beginning. I don't want to say the beginning of the end, but it totally like messed, messed her up. But um, I remember I said, mommy, I'm going to do something important. And then shortly after that, I said, I might even be a millionaire, mommy. And that is like, what? <laughs> I mean, I, I remember this. So I think God instilled that in me. But then another huge part is who the Lord blessed me with for parents. Mm. Like my mom always was building me up. She said, and I get emotional. She said, Judy, there are two types of people in the world, followers and leaders. Be a yeah. leader. God yeah. made you to be a leader. So she like drilled that into me. I am a leader. I'm a leader. And my father, he was working all the time. I came to know him much later in life. We came very, very close. Um, but even as a little girl, and even though he was always like not home because he was working, whenever he was home, he was like, Judy, you know, you can do anything. You know, you can do anything. So so all those things coming together just always built me up. Yeah. And so that's why it's so important to build others up. And like you, I'm impassioned to do it. I am a fierce women's advocate. Let's yeah. go. Yes. It's a beautiful story to think about the, the way that our parents really equip us and help us and guide us and the thoughts that they put in our head, the words that they speak over us um, really do. We remember them years and years later, right? And they have a huge impact on us. And this podcast is called Thoughts of Faith because our thought life is so crucial to get a hold of because we know that what we think and believe then produces our actions and our behaviors that we see. You said that your mother, um, remind me of, of the words that you used, lived an underserved life or what was I say that, that's one of the other books. I have like 10 titles for books. That's one. Okay. The underlived, life. underlived, the underlived yeah. life. Was that kind of fuel in your fire to live differently, knowing that she had this potential that you feel like wasn't maybe used to the fullest extent that it could have? Was that Absolutely. okay? Share more. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say I'm tearing up when I think about my mom hmm. because <laughs> she did the best she could. She made yeah. mistakes. Lord knows I did too. But what I was amazed at and God brought to me was how much she poured out mm. from an empty cup. Mm. <laughs> like she was an ardent prayer. When I was little and something was wrong, I'd say, mommy, would you please pray? Because she was always praying. Oh. And so it was almost back then. And I, and I need to improve my prayer life even now. But if I knew if I gave mom my prayer, Mm. I could just walk away and live my life because mom had it. 
You know what I mean? Like mom was a prayer. So, and, and, but, but as I got older, I realized why the disconnect? Yeah. Why was she such a believer of Christ and her grandmother um, instilled that in her and she poured out to make sure we kids knew about it. So why is it that she didn't live into it? So when you say, was that a motivator for me to live different? Yes, ma'am. My mom and dad, I believe could have had an incredible marriage, Mm. notwithstanding the fact that they live paycheck to paycheck. And I found myself following that same pattern when I got married. Mm-hmm. and then he's he died and I remarried whatever but and I found myself falling into that pattern again on this marriage and I'm telling you the Lord God in recent months like three months one day I woke up all of a sudden I love my husband like I never did before oh. I it's like the Lord God does this like like he just like wakes us up when we're listening and he says what are you doing I have all this for you uh, why are you by your own hand tearing this down Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I say, mom, I often look up and I know we can't talk to the dead and that's not really the point, but I say, mom, if God can show you this, this is because of you. <laughs> that's right. right. Oh, how beautiful. What do you think the, the thought that if you could capsulate one thought of mm. faith that ignited you to where you are today or that you've held on to, um, that's gotten you to this point, what, what is that for you? No. It's really, my life verse is Ephesians 3.20. Okay. Now to him who is able, he is able, hallelujah, to do immeasurably more, like not just more, but immeasurably more than all. I love the, ex, you know, the ex- inclusion of it all. He can do all, um, more than we can ask or even imagine. And here's the neat thing. By, how does he do it? By the power that he puts in each of us. That's and right. so that combined with all the times that the Bible says with God, nothing is impossible. I'm like, I've got to live this, right? right? Because I, I, we say we believe in Christ. This seems easy. Yes, Christ is my savior. Yay, I'm going to heaven. But do we believe him? Yeah. Every promise that the Lord God made is yes in Christ. Are we living like that? Are we believing for this crazy successful business and you know whatever that looks like for each of us? Or are we saying, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and every yeah, but is the enemy's whisper of a lie, right? Ha- have you ever thought, and I want this business to succeed so bad, and you're focusing on the business and not anchored <laughs> in Jesus alone? Because I often find myself being Jesus plus this. And I'll be content, Jesus and this. And it's like, I want so badly for if my business succeeds, glory to God. And if it fails by human standards, glory to God. But all I need is Jesus. Tell me about um, the seasons and like wrestling through that or has, what has that been like for you? Okay. First, I have to say for you and for everyone listening, if you are called to business, and to me, if you have actually opened your doors, even if you're brand new, because of this burning desire, yeah. your success is inevitable. Now, yeah. I don't know what that success looks like because some success is um, I'm home with my children and I just want to help the family and God put this passion to serve. And so maybe in that season, you know, success looks like, you know, 5,000 a month or whatever the number is, yes. but success is inevitable in Christ. Why? Because he's called you to it. Yes. And so that's where we have to open our brain. And say, Lord God, what do you have for me? And it's the vision. And so to your point about, you know, grappling with Jesus plus or, you know, kind of just 
is it okay for me to be ambitious? Boy, I grappled with that a lot, yeah, a lot. But ultimately, you know, it is about looking to him for everything. He is the center of my business. I always say I'm the CEO, but he's the chairman of the board. And so he calls the shots. I say to him, here's my plan, Lord. I know you got better. Tell me. And we've got to sit at his feet and listen. And believe me, I, I need to work on that like everybody. Mm. But that's, that's the idea that if Jesus Christ called me to this, then I can't worry about the what ifs and the, and the even thinking I'll try it and see what happens because that is putting a block. That's the mental block mm-hmm. to all that the Lord has. He, he has his hands right here. Here you go. I got your peace, your joy. And if it's podcast, you can't see me. My hands are raised here. He's got crazy success that would blow your own brain. And we are blocking it. That is some nuggets right there. I gotta, I gotta highlight that what you just shared. That was a sermon in and of itself. I feel like, and as you consider the vision piece that you were just speaking about, what do you feel like the next five years looks like for Judy, partnering with God as chairman of the board? Where, where is he leading you? Has he given you that vision yet for for the future of your business? Mm. So great. And I can't wait to talk about that. I just want to, I just want to piggyback on something you said that I wrote down in my notes. Okay. 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 You said the word anchored. Yeah. That's ginormous. I know, you know, this because you're a coach, your thoughts give you a feeling. Yep. Right. And so the lie of the enemy is always going to lead you to a feeling that is grounded in fear. Yep. It's anchored in fear. We need to anchor all of our thoughts in faith right? Through what I do as the faith field thought model. But what we do is we take every thought, we hold it captive as unto Christ as to what does scripture say about this, right? Who we really are in him and what's really possible. So if anyone listening is grappling with this point, we've just talked about, I need you to um, get into the practice. It is a practice of getting like picturing like the Lord God in front of you and you are anchored in who he's calling you. Like he is so big and in him, we can do so much and only by his power, but unless and until we anchor everything we're thinking in who we are in him, um, until we do that and feel it in our bodies, like I am a powerful woman of God, right? In Without him, I'm nothing, but in him, I'm everything I need to be. Like the anchoring, just like I have to visually picture myself standing barefoot on the earth and I am being rooted in all that he has for me, in his love, in his promises, in all of that. So I just think that's a really important visual. Say visual, that's kind of something that I do before I got on sales calls, before I go live, before I come to these these interviews. But um, my future, I have a, we're doing our inaugural joyful business event coming up. It's a two day event, three day for VIPers coming up September 16th, 17th and 18th um, here in Florida. And it is a call to all women in business who love Jesus Christ. We are going to be focusing on this year on messaging and PR. I'm bringing in a couple of speakers, but that's going to be like a hundred on fire women for Christ. And in the next five years, I see that expanding to thousands. Wow. So that's one piece that he's told yeah. me. Jude, I am calling you and so many others like you and other women who have 
answered his call to yeah. step boldly into business. Like we are coming together. We are going to show the world all this possible for Christian women who really believe what we say we believe. Phenomenal. Love it. Love it. Love, love it. What else? Um, I mean, I, I think that's at the root of it where, where it's really, I don't want to say preaching because, you know, two of my sons are called to the ministry and they always remind me, Judy, I, mom, I know you used to be a women's liberal, but you know, women can't be in the pulpit. And I'm telling you for so long, I'm like, what? But now I get it. But we can certainly teach and preach each other. Yeah. So I really feel like that's what I'm called to do. And, and I'm, I'm kind of hard coach. Like, like if you want to work with me, you, you want to hear what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Mm. Like I call out in love. Okay. Wait a minute. I'm seeing a pattern here, whether it's a pattern in your thinking or a pattern in your actions, which comes from a pattern of your thinking, you know, I call it out and I always say, okay, wait, we got to go back to Christ. We got to go back to Christ. And so, you know, it's really, it really goes back to that being a fierce advocate for Christian women to really go big. If, if someone's listening to this right now, it's like, well, maybe I want to work with Judy. What is the one problem that you help women solve so that they can know if they have this problem? Okay. Judy's the, the coach for me. Mm, okay. I love this question. I, what I do differently than any other business coach, let alone uh, especially a Christian coach is that I teach my clients how to think strategically to win, to win. Mm -hmm. Think strategically to win grounded in scripture. Yes. Right. So how did I learn that? And this is another thing God revealed to me in the beginning of my Christian business coaching, which was only 2019. I was like, does it really matter if I was a a trial attorney? Like, does that really matter? Mm. And then the Lord God said, Oh my goodness, Judy, you learned in law school and in practice how to think strategically to win. I was a winning attorney yeah. in a very tough venue. And so I don't mess around. <laughs> so my clients like it, like <laughs> kind of like, you know, this is what we do. And I, I wrap it in love and grace. Don't misunderstand. Yes. But so what I do differently is I come with 30 years of real world experience in the boardroom. I was in the C-suite as director of HR and general counsel and in the courtroom. And so I take all of that experience, again, little me, wait, what? I come from a little town in Pennsylvania. You kidding me? But all that God has allowed me with, and by the way, also the bad. So don't think my life was a fluffy Mm -hmm. thing. My first husband beat me up on my wedding night. So I've gone through some stuff. I've suffered from panic and anxiety and even a little bit of agoraphobia for a time. But you see in Christ, I overcame it and only by him. And so what I bring is all of that life and prior business experience to really teach you to go big for the Lord and think strategically to win. And, and it's not, I'm going to try and it's not, you know, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. No, it's God gave this to me. So let's go. Incredible. Incredible. This is only a little snippet of a huge ocean of wisdom and knowledge that you have, Judy. And for, and for those that want to get connected to you and follow your journey and get more of this, more of you. How can they do that? And what might be the next thing that they can take action on? Well, thank you for that opportunity. Thank you for that opportunity, hon. So a couple things. I would love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. I'm at Judy Weber Co. Judy Weber Co. That's the first thing. And by the way, I know my clients' names. 
and I know my 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 pre-client people's names, like people I connect with, I actually know. Like I, I walk my talk. And so I'm not one of these that are out there chasing the dollars. I'm out here chasing my purpose before yeah. the Lord. And so if you reach out to me and connect, I would love it. And I will reach out to you personally back. The other thing, I would love to gift your listeners with a seat, a free seat in my upcoming Joyful Business Workshop. Ooh, did with- y'all hear that? Wow. Hi. Thank you. Uh, Joyful Business Workshop. Yes. We're going to learn it. how to generate hundreds of qualified leads yeah. and sign clients every week. Sign clients every week. Yes, yes, yes. How do we do it? You live your faith in your business more boldly than ever before. So we'll, I'm sure we'll drop the links in the show notes, yes. but it's judyweber.co slash joyful business. And I'm just going to break it all down for you. I don't hold back on these workshops. People always say, Judy, this is worth more than the last couple of paid programs. <laughs> so I welcome the, I welcome you inside. It'd be great to work with you there. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Judy. Y'all better take advantage of this. This sounds incredible. I'm just so thankful that you joined us, Judy, and gave such spirit-filled words that I know will be impactful for listeners to then take hold of what God has for them and really consider and reflect the next step that he's calling them to. So thank you for being here. For those of you that are not subscribed to the Thoughts of Faith podcast yet, please hit subscribe and like so that you can get more of these amazing episodes rolling out um, every other week to you. Thanks again. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.